0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 23 of the Impulse Control Experiment. My name is Joel Harrison, and as always, I am super, super appreciative of you joining me here today. Um, so let's jump right into today, as we always do. Um, first of all, we are back to just you and me today. Uh, I know we had a few episodes there with uh, my boy Mitch and my buddy Paul I have at least three more guests coming up before the end of the week where the beautiful and amazing Holly Harrison Gilgason will be joining me uh, for our final episode, um, which is going up pretty quick, but let's get into what we've missed because the updates haven't been quite as in-depth as they have been. So uh, going to be honest, Thanksgiving got me a little bit. Um, so as I talked to you guys on, um, let's see, what day was that? That would have been the day before Thanksgiving. As I talked to you guys, I set my intent that I was going to go to Thanksgiving with my family, and I have a bunch of amazing cooks in my house and or in my family, and I was going to eat their food, <laughs> and eat their food I did. So had some mashed potatoes, had some noodles uh, dove into the carbs, dove into a little bit of dessert. Um, not too much though. Again, as I've said up until now, I have been a two or three plate a day guy. Um, or at, at Thanksgiving, I've been a two or three plate guy. And this year it was, it was one plate and it was one small piece of dessert. It was a, um, gluten-free lemon cheesecake, uh, that my wife had made, which was Pretty delicious but um, it had definitely had some carbs in it um, and at least some fake sugar but still uh, some sweets so those things did happen um, and as I said if my stepdad came to me and offered me some better than average whiskey I may taste it just because that's something that he and I connect on and, and to be perfectly honest it's one of the few things that he and I connect on these days as um, we are pretty morally, politically, um, I don't know what else apart, but we we just don't agree on all that that much anymore. But we still, because we both love my mother very much, we still want to connect. And um, so we did. And so I did have two very small, I would say half-ounce, ores of whiskey so not even a full portion of whiskey usually when you um, like when you go to the bar and you order a portion of whiskey it's uh one and a half to two ounces so not even a full drink but i did taste uh some very nice whiskeys um one was a bottle and bond which is kind of a government process where they ensure everything is super quality and it's stored in a government warehouse and it's kind of a specialty kind of thing um so that was one thing And then um, the other one was a whiskey called Jefferson Ocean that has been on my list for quite some time. And this whiskey is super, super special. And um, it's been in his collection for a little bit, but it hasn't been open since I've been, uh, since the last time I was at his home. So today when he offered it, or not today, but on Thanksgiving when he offered it to me, it was something I had to take a jump at. Um, So this is a over $100 a bottle uh, whiskey. And the cool thing about this whiskey and the reason why I couldn't pass up the offer is because so most of the time uh, whiskey is distilled um, through process of of cooking grains. Um, and then it's put in a barrel and thrown in a warehouse for um, if it's bourbon, it's got to be at least three years. Uh, other whiskeys age other amounts of time. So but here's the cool thing about Jefferson Ocean is the reason it's Jefferson Ocean is because it is tossed in a barrel and put on a research vessel that then uh, goes out on the ocean and crosses the equator at least eight times. So, and what they say is that the literal motion of the ocean moves the whiskey around in the barrel more than it would just sitting on a, on a shelf in a warehouse. And that speeds up the aging process and delivers all the fra- flavoring agents. Um, most of what you're tasting in whiskey is actually the barrel. Um, And it also gives it kind of a salt flavor from um from the ocean air uh, being around it so it's a really really special bottle and when he pulled that out um i knew you know he knows what's going on he knows what i'm doing we'd already uh talked a couple weeks previously about how i wasn't imbibing any whiskey um for you know this project and you know i think that there are some people that just Wanna wanna lay it on you when when you tell him no, and so he pulled that out and I said you know I said hey I I said I was gonna taste the one, and that was all I was gonna do and he turned around the bottle label and I couldn't uh, I couldn't resist so, uh, so I did have I by no means got drunk I didn't even catch a buzz it was just enough to enjoy the flavor which I did enjoy I sipped very slowly and savored each bit. And for me, um, that's something I've been looking forward to for a long time. And he, even, I, he and I even had the discussion about how like this is what we connect on and how I had even set my intention that if he pulled out something really nice that I would uh, taste with him and have a conversation about it. And that was pretty much the only conversation that we had through the evening. And you know, I did talk about in the episode, the pre uh, Thanksgiving episode, I did talk about how someone in the household regularly offends me with their language. And it was about 10 minutes before I left, before I heard uh, some of that language uh, that I that I really, really can't stand and I don't think is is acceptable for anyone to use. Um, And I didn't. I didn't respond. Um, now it was in another part of the room. It was a conversation of which I was not involved in. Um, however, I don't think that that matters. I think that there are certain words in the English language that certain people are not allowed to use. Um, and when I hear them, they do deliver some anger to me. But um, I just looked at my brother and I said, oh, I almost got out of the house without hearing that. And um, I didn't. And that, that was the extent of it. So ended up being a really good family, um, event, which I'm really proud of because sometimes, um, or at least in the past, I have been the pot stirrer because some of these things that offend me, I'm not really sure how to handle other than to mention that they're offensive and that, you know, people shouldn't act that way. So, um, so all in all, I feel really good. Um, I had a really, really good conversation with my mother um, about my previously passed away father and um, kind of dug into some of the things that I've been going through with this project and how it's impacting me and how my life is getting better and all of those things. So all in all, um, I did technically, once again, break the rules of the experiment and um, which by now, even though I have tried very hard and I've set my intent truly, uh, it's just sometimes when you when you have let go of as many things as I have through this month, um, that there's just going to be some days where you know you might skirt around them a little bit and you might you might break some rules, and I have. And um, to be perfectly honest, I set that intent before I went, so on Thanksgiving, and I was totally fine with that. So I think the more important piece there was I still controlled my impulses, which is the entire point of the experiment, even though I did skirt the rules a little bit. Um, Now, that being said, that'll bring us uh, through the weekend. Um, I believe I've talked uh, in some of the some of the interviews with with my friends. I did buy a car on Black Friday. Um, So that was cool. Um, but one of the things I, I that did bother me a little bit um, through Thanksgiving Black Friday was that I did not record an episode on Thanksgiving or Black Friday. So I have been going at this so hard and making sure that I record an episode every single day, which you might think is just sitting in front of a microphone and talking for 45 minutes or so, but it is so much more than that. And it is time away from my wife and my puppies. And it is usually late in the evening. And I said, you know what? Like it's holidays. You know, it's a holiday. So why can't I take that time off and be kind of a normal, uh, a normal guy for these for these couple hours. And, you know, I've, I've talked, um, I've talked a little bit in previous episodes about how being an entrepreneur is not fun and it's not always easy. It's just kind of what I have to do because that's the kind of work that I want to do. And, um, so I did struggle a little bit with that, especially on Black Friday, having it being, you know, not really a holiday. Um, but we were celebrating buying the car. Um, we were having a good day. And I just said, you know what, I'm just going to take I'm just going to take these off. And. Once again, that's something that I'm OK with, uh, I, it took me a minute to release that that stress of not. Doing the work then, since I did say um, in episode zero or episode one, one of the two that I was going to give you um, a full a full month of episodes, and um, you will still get those episodes. But as we get closer to the to the end of the month here, I may have to double up and do one of my interview episodes with one of my friends, and still record something for myself, or maybe uh, you'll get an episode on December first or second. So. We're gonna see how that pans out still, um, still really into the project, still really buckling down for these last um, four or five days. Um, and we're just gonna move move forward from there. Uh, speaking of moving forward, sorry, I had to get a little chamomile tea. Speaking of moving forward, um, today, uh, today was one of those days. So today was one of those days for me that started off at about, oh, 3.30, 4 o'clock in the morning, um, waking up with a start from a dream. So I've been having some, which I knew was going to happen, um, but I've been having some really intense dreams lately. And when you, um, so the general, um, discussion around, um, cannabis use is that you don't dream as often, if at all, and they're much less vivid than the average dream. So when you cease to um, use the cannabis on a um, daily basis, as I have in the past, you return to this dream state, Um, and it's taken about a full three weeks before they started happening. And to be perfectly honest, I was pretty stoked about it. Um, I like dreaming. I like the idea of um, you know of course I'm a hypnotist. I like visualizations. I like being in my head and all this stuff. And so um, I was pretty excited for these dreams to come, um, but now that they're here, um, I could use I could use a little bit less of them. To be honest, uh, some of them are pretty intense, and some of them are hitting right at the core of me. And the one that I had last night really drove straight into. One of my uh, one of my biggest fears, and that is failing on stage in front of an audience. So as much as um, I enjoy helping people with their change work, my true uh, calling and the number one um, piece of my profession is stage performance. So if you have never seen a stage hypnosis show, basically what happens is I ask for some volunteers and I bring people up on stage. I hypnotize them and I guide them through a hypnotic experience in which they do a few hilarious things uh, and entertain an audience. And this dream I had, um, two people who are in my field who are at the top of their game. Um, They've both done ted talks if that tells you anything about how you know how uh, top of their game they are um and i've had conversations with both of them they're both great dudes uh so in this dream they both came to a show of mine and it was an absolute disaster one of them volunteered for the show and um did not receive the experience he was expecting uh the other one just just disappeared and I'm pretty sure he just peaced out because the event was so terrible. And it was just one of those things where, um, you know, kind of starts to snowball once it starts to go downhill, it just starts to gather and get to and some more, some more, some more. So I woke with a start at about 4am and trying to shake that, um, that intensity and that, that fear and that crushing failure from, which wasn't real, uh, it was from that dream, but, um, as, as anybody who has had one of these intense dreams before knows, um, sometimes you wake up and it feels, you know, it feels like real life. And so I took this, I immediately woke up and, and I took this as a thing like, okay, it's time to get to work on the show. So I have some redesign that I'm going to do on the show and, um, I've been working on it already, but I have a lot of work to do because I really want to unleash it here in a couple weeks when I have a show, um for a long-term client and I'd like to give them something new so I'm really excited and I want to do this and I was like this is the thing this is the 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 message there is to work on your show today because today Monday is my my day to work on my stuff as opposed to having to go to the old day job and oh man I was up from about 4 30 till about uh, six or about four, four to six or four to six thirty or something like that. And once I finally was able to go back to sleep, um, I just never really recovered from going back to sleep. I know in the sleep episode, I kind of talked about sleep inertia. And like, if you don't get a full sleep cycle, then you can, you can really get trapped in that groggy state. And this was just one of those days where the first two hours of my day were, or the first hour and a half of my day was just flipping through Facebook And I tried to do a little bit of business development on Instagram, but that meant basically I sent one message out to one important person and that was the end of that. Um, Then I tried to read my Reiki book and I just couldn't get into it. And I just kept like, you know, going off into la la land. I had so many things to do today and I just didn't get any of them done. I think my big accomplishment for today was dishes and um, the, wonderful people that worked on my house and did the siding work and the roof work left a terrible mess in my yard. So I went out and cleaned that up um, because I just didn't want to deal with them anymore. Having them come back out here and, and clean it up and deal with it again. Cause it's just, you know, it just didn't make sense. I'm just over it. So um, so those are my big accomplishments today. And, and then I was just kind of like in this, this funk all day. Um, I was like, okay, well, if I'm not going to get anything done, I might as well um, play video games. So I played video games and, and even in my, you would even thought like my video game character was kind of having a funky day and a little bit of depression because I like, I was looking for I'm playing uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 and I was trying to get a new horse and I was trying to catch a wild horse. It's like the best horse in the game. And basically what I ended up doing was walking around in the snow for about an hour and a half or more. And... I couldn't find the horse and it was getting annoying, but I just kept walking around in circles and it was just like overall just this funk of a day. And finally, um, finally, my wife comes home. It's time we need to go grocery shopping and all that. And I just I'm just walking around the grocery store in this funk and she's like, what you know, what, what do you want to eat tonight? And nothing sounds good except for a cheeseburger and french fries. And I fought it, and I fought it, and I fought it, and she fought it, and finally we cracked. And I would say that that's probably one of my most impulsive moves of, of the month, um, was to go, I know this is wrong, I know this, but I just can't. I just can't do it, and I can't hang today. And so we went um, and got some cheeseburgers. And I mean, I guess maybe on some level I did feel a little bit better but I also feel like this is kind of a side effect of the intense process that I'm going through, cutting out so many things that I just may have gotten to that point today where I just needed needed something on that list to just smooth things down. And as it went through, um, I ate that and I did feel a little bit better. Um, took a hot bath, did a chakra clearing, a little meditating in, in some ext- intense heat of the bath and... Um, you know, at this moment, as I'm doing the recording, I feel a little bit better. But at the same time, um, a piece of me is disappointed that I uh, once again stumbled to the experiment. But it also brings me to the point, and I know that was a really long recap of the day. I guess you got a recap of the weekend and Thanksgiving as well. But, you know, um, brings me to the point of the day is like, what do we do when we screw up? How do we, How do we handle that? um and how do we move past that and keep going so this was a pretty low day overall um i didn't accomplish much i had a ton of things on my list to do today and i just got to that point where like last night it kept me up because i had so many things to do and i was just going over and over in my mind and today they just didn't come into my mind or i put them off or i'll do them a little bit later And so on some level, I'm a little bit disappointed with myself. You know, this is supposed to be the point of the experiment is when I get this day that's my day to do my work, to improve my business, um, is to really buckle down and get after it. And I didn't do that today. However, how does that serve me to sit in that funk? So I already sat in a funk all day and I didn't get anything done. And here I am now that my day is over, does it serve me more to sit in that funk some more and to go back over those things and to keep beating myself up over the fact that I didn't succeed on these things or that I failed? Or is it just a better idea to accept that today was one of those days that is a lower point and... Once you accept that, once you can move on from that, um, you move on and you just get back at it tomorrow. Um, You know, I end every episode by saying make every day better than the day before. And if you fail, that is okay because tomorrow will be easier. So tomorrow, the day has to become, I'm going to get up and I have to go to the day job And then tomorrow when I get home from the day job, it has to be come back into the office, sit down at the computer and start working on one of the two major projects that I have to go, that I have to to do for next week. So I have a lot to do and I have some time to make up, but I'm not going to sit and stew about my failures. And, you know, the other thing is to celebrate, uh, my failures and to learn from them and to move on. So how, where do we go from there? You know, sometimes we have these days and if you haven't had these days, um, consider yourself lucky because I know I have, and I know many people that I know have have had many discussions with people where it's like, man, just getting out of bed today was the best I could do What the best I could do today was to move from my bed to the couch and, you know, maybe from the couch to the fridge a couple of times. And all I did was laid around and watched movies and played video games and smoked weed and ate chips. And, you know, it just was just a low day. That's okay. You know, sometimes you're like, oh, man, I'm really trying to stick to this diet. And I, and I screwed up. I had to get off of it for a day. I needed something. And, and, you know, sometimes as long as we don't get into that too often, Sometimes that's just self-care. you know I, I won't say that this is what I've been doing, but you know a lot of times we run to a crush and crash uh, scenario where you've just been crushing it so hard and you've just been doing so good at everything where all of a sudden, um, you you just crash. And you know that's why that's why I think that the quote, if it ended it make every day better than the, than the one before. I don't think that's possible because I don't think that's sustainable because sometime you're going to get to a day that is the top-notch day and it's going to be the best day you know, you've know you had in a long time and it's going to be way too difficult to make the next day better. And that doesn't mean that that day was, has to be bad. That doesn't mean that that has to be a couch-lock day, um, but it means that it's okay if it's a couch-lock day. It's okay if you get, you know, if you had a project today and it had a deadline and you didn't get there. um, It's okay if you made tomorrow a tougher day by not doing your work today. As long as you recover from that in a productive way. And, you know, if you come back to that scenario where today my victory was getting out of bed and onto the couch, um, then cool. Okay, fine. Take that for what it is and let it go. Tomorrow, we're going to take a shower. You're going to get up from bed into the couch. And then after that, after you hang out there for a little bit, you're going to get up and you're going to take a shower. And boom, you have made one day better than the day before. And that really wasn't very hard to take that one step. Just do that one thing. And now that you're up and you've taken your shower, maybe you're going to put some regular clothes on instead of your pajamas. Maybe you're going to go to the store and get some milk and eggs. You know, maybe. If not, that's okay. Because today was better than yesterday. And you know, sometimes you don't see that as a victory. You see, oh my gosh, I haven't done anything for three days now. Well, that's not true. You just have to look at the reframe and find yourself. Sometimes we're at the bottom. And we don't have the ability always to go... Straight from the bottom to the top, so you can't always expect to go. Okay, I had a bad day today. Tomorrow I'm just gonna absolutely kill it, because that's not always the way it works. Now, is that somehow sometimes the way it works? Yeah. And if you can do that and you can move from a bottom of the barrel day to a top of the barrel day, more power to you. Awesome. But, you know, if you're listening to this, you you know who you are. You know, and I'm not, and I'm not saying you know who you are in a in a negative way at all. I'm just saying that we can all identify or many of us can identify that sometimes the days just feel funky and shaking it off isn't always easy. You know, sometimes you can take a a, a deep breath and um, as Mel Robbins says, five, four, three, two, one, move. And sometimes you can't. And sometimes you're stuck. And that's okay. But don't turn around that stuck day and wake up tomorrow and dwell on the fact that you were stuck the day before. All you have to do is make that next day a little bit better. So when you make a mistake, you have to make peace with that mistake. Whether it is, and and, and especially in my case, if you have an intention set and you're going to make a new make a make a new intention and it's gonna break your first intention, then you must accept that and move on. You know, so that's the thing, is like tonight I was like, okay, I can't get out of this funk. I feel terrible and I don't know if this is gonna help, but I need to eat something, and that's the only thing that sounds good to eat. And I know that it's against the parameters of the experiment. And I know that I'm going to have to come in here and talk to you guys and say, I screwed up again. That's a big deterrent for me. But at the same time, I want you all to know that I'm not perfect. And if you're going through change, perfection is not the drive. Perfection is not what, first of all, no is perfect. And if I went and had this cheeseburger tonight and I thought, okay, well, I'm going to have this cheeseburger, but I'm not going to tell my audience. Then what's the point of this whole podcast? Why would you even listen if I'm not going to be honest with you? And I feel like it's important to recognize these mistakes as growth opportunities. So I messed up and my plan is to buckle down for the next Uh, It's the 26th, so I have four more full days of this project. Um, And then I am home free. And in that space, I have a lot of thinking to do and I have a lot of determining to do and deciding how I'm going to approach life once my intention is allowed to break and I can go back. Um, If you heard my awesome uh, interview with Paul yesterday, Um, he kind of called my, he kind of called me out and said, you know, you've had all this success. You look great. You feel great. Um, why are you continuously planning on going back at all to some of the old vices that you had? And, um, I don't truly know the answer to that question. And I have to do some real searching for the answer to that question and decide whether that's the healthiest thing for me. Because um, previously I've thought, I'm gonna do this in moderation and I'm going to um, take, you know, I'm, I'm going to slow it down a bit and but still be able to enjoy myself. And why is it that I feel that way? And what am I protecting? Or what am I going back to? Or why do I feel that that's necessary? And those are some of the questions that I am currently digging in. To be be perfectly honest, I think some of those questions are ones that kept me in that loop today. Um, Because I'm not sure that the answers to that are good answers. And (laughs) when I talk to my friends and they ask me these questions, I have to have good answers. And when they say, why are you doing that? Um, I need to, I need to know. And just as much for myself, as much as because they asked me the question, but sometimes it doesn't come right away. And sometimes I need to spend headspace on that question. So that's giving me a little bit of pause and it's giving me a little bit of thought. And uh, I think, I need to continue to evaluate my situation and as where I was going to make some rules as opposed to how I can go about um, still having uh, a drink here and there. I think a lot of that is fear-based and I think that I'm not sure how I'm going to go about daily life and be able to reintegrate into my friend groups and those kind of things. Because even though I didn't intend to, um, I very much wanted to still go out and go dancing and hang out with my friends. Um, I haven't been, And I don't think that that's kind of that I need to stay away from it. It's just because there was a lot going on uh, this month. I chose some other activities. I chose to stay home and spend time with my wife. Um, and so... Uh, you know, one night we went and saw a movie with some some different friends, and so it's not deliberate that I haven't seen a lot of my friends, but I am missing a lot of my friends, and um, going back into those situations, sometimes I wonder how I'm going to handle them in a in a more um, sober manner. However, we did have a discussion yesterday about the possibility of using some of the. Meditation and mind control techniques and some other things like that to explore um, a little bit more of a sober um, experience and that the universe popped that up into me again this evening when I was listening to a discussion that my friend Ryan who you're going to meet tomorrow um, was having uh, with one of his friends. And he was discovering some other modalities in a way to explore altered states of consciousness. And I think that that may be a very interesting project. And I think that that might be something that not only I begin to explore, but that might be something that I might uh, continue my podcast journey about. And that sounds like a lot of fun. Um, But the point of this whole thing being, once again, when you screw up, all right. When you set intention and you fail, when you deliberately make a choice that you know is against what you already intend to do, how are you going to handle that? And I think the idea is to make the choice and be at peace with it. Don't make the choice and then be pissed off about it because then you, don't, then you shouldn't make the choice. And I think that's a place where uh, before this project was, I think there was some times when I would make a choice that I didn't as I was making it, I was like, this is the wrong choice. And then I would continue to think about that being the wrong choice, uh, throughout the process of whatever it was that I was doing, that was the wrong choice. And then the next day I would think about how that was the wrong choice and I shouldn't have made it. And that doesn't serve anybody. If your choices are that bad that you are regretting them before you do them, as you do them, after you do them, then you need to stop making that choice. And you can do that. You do have that power. And you can realize that if you think that negatively about those choices, then you need to stop and pump the brakes and and, and reevaluate. Um, but if they're not that bad, then make the choice and decide to do it. Well, first of all, because you want to make the choice, so make the choice. And then you might as well enjoy it, because what's the point of making a choice that is against your general direction if you're not going to enjoy it or it's not going to serve you in some way? So don't pile your negatives on top of each other. If you're going to make a choice that you're going to go out and get drunk tonight, fine. Make the choice. Do it safely. Get yourself set up in a way that you can, uh, you know, either get yourself to somewhere safe, have somebody else drive, whatever that is, so that you're not going to do anything negative. Make that choice to do it and then go have fun. And don't, don't go, oh, why did I do that? Don't wake up the next morning and hung over. Oh, why did I do that? You know, because it was worth it because you wanted to. That's why you made that choice. But don't beat yourself up over the choice. And if you continue to beat yourself up before, during, and after you make the choice, then maybe you should reevaluate whether that's a choice you want to continue making. And maybe if it is a situation where you can identify before, during, and after that this is a bad choice, but you don't feel like you have the ability not to make that choice, that may be the time to start looking into some help of some kind. Um, And if you would like to have a talk about that, I'm always here for you. Um... But if, if it's not that bad and you can identify that, that that's a negative choice and you need to start working on that, then start working on that and set your intention as we've talked about all the way back to episode two and re-listen to how to set intention and set your intentions and when you fail for setting your intentions, make your peace with it as or before you're doing it, enjoy it, have a good time and then the next day be okay with it. I did that and that was a positive because of this. Instead of dwelling on the negatives, you have to reframe that idea when you screw up and look for what you learned. And you know what? If you did it, if you you set your intention not to do whatever this thing is, and then you do it and you don't enjoy it, then you failed at the idea of letting it go and you need to reevaluate and you need to reframe that and you need to say, this isn't something that serves me. Because if you're not learning from it, it doesn't serve you. Or if you're not just purely enjoying it for the sake of pure enjoyment and there's negative somewhere involved, then you're not learning and you're not releasing and it's not serving you. So that being said, we are all going to make mistakes. And, you know, I started off this episode telling you um, that towards the end of this experiment, things are getting tough and tomorrow will be an easier day all I have to do is not eat a cheeseburger. <laughs> and I think I can do that. Um, you know, my good friend Nicole had said that uh, that she was worried that giving up so many things at once that I was going to have this rebellion that naturally came from inside of me and um, I would have to break at some point. Well, admittedly what I have loved to go on all the way through this experiment and not had any missteps. Sure. I would have loved that. I would have felt so powerful. Um, but at the same time, I think it serves me much better to have these missteps. And I think the universe has forced me into these missteps so that I can talk to you and I can say, look, man, when we're working hard on something. It's not perfect. We're not going to go from A to B and not have a stumble. The point is not to be perfect. Because nobody's perfect, so don't try to be perfect. And when you make a mistake, accept it and move on. And that's all. It's okay to make a mistake. It's okay to be to have a bad day. It's okay if you're so sad that you can't get off the couch. It's okay. You didn't get off the couch today, fine. Get off the couch tomorrow and take a shower. The next day, Make the next step. Clean something, you know. The next day after that, call a friend. Go out. What You know, whatever your steps are, just continue to move in the right direction. And when you fall down, back to the beginning, that's fine. Learn from it. Grow from it. Don't dwell on it because that does not serve you. Let it go. And move on and make tomorrow a better day. You can do this. You can. And when you screw up, that's cool, man. Shit happens. (laughs) All right. Thanks for joining me again this evening. As always, and as we've been talking about this entire episode, do your absolute best to make every day better than the one before it. And if you fail, that's perfectly fine. Because tomorrow will be easy. Don't forget to live with gratitude. Celebrate your victories. And come back and see me tomorrow. Have a good night, everybody.